1: good morning southeast missouri and wherever you may be listening this is the retirement playbook brought to you by innovative financial solutions we are the retirement people and we're here with you every saturday morning bringing you some great information to help you and your family get to that retirement of your dreams and also i'm always joined by mr tony shore good morning tony Good morning, Brock Hall That's is what I like to
0: say. Uh, Do you? Yeah, to, yeah, I'm fired yeah, up this morning. I've had 30, 40 <laughs> cups of coffee just preparing for the show, been pacing around the, the studio waiting for us to begin our show today. I'm excited. Um, nice. Yeah, no, seriously, I've had a great week. Uh, I'm excited. It looks like spring may be coming, and then uh, I'm up here in Minnesota, and then we got a uh, forecast for more snow this week.
1: Oh, that's perfect, yeah, And you We're tell me out. you're
0: gonna go golfing, so,
1: yeah, well, you know, it's one of those things, Tony, you got decisions, right? you you can make a decision to not be there, yeah, uh, and live there. Well you live in God's thing. country, uh, we do live in God's beautiful country. beautiful yes. there, I know. Hey, uh, we do have a great show lined up for you folks. And and one of the things that we always try to do is remind you to go to our website. And the reason why is because it is truly packed with some great information about retirement, about investing, about where you need to be. That's what we need to do is is figure out where you're at now, where you're going and how you're going to get there. Well, there's no better place to start than our website. It's theinnovativeteam.com. Theinnovativeteam.com. You can download past shows. You can download our retirement income toolkit. You can download information about the Roth conversions, which is still a very good option uh, right now, depending on your situation. Uh, you can order my book. It's called The Last Paycheck, How to Build Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep Those Paychecks Coming In. That's the goal. And you can get started today. Or if you just need a customized plan and do, say, hey, Brock, I, you know, I'm, I'm almost here. I'm, I'm close to retirement. I need help. I need a plan. Give us a call here. 573-332-7855 all right tony you're ready to get started on our show today
0: let's get ready to rumble
1: <laughs> you know tony as we age it can often seem like our birthdays are just another day which kind of makes sense when you think back to momentous occasions like your 16th birthday you got that new car or truck and you're gonna go out and be independent and do your own thing And you got your driver's license you're all happy and then you turn 21 and you went out for drinks with your friends for the first time legally and you know it's one of those things where it's just it's always seems like man this is cool to to reach this age yep but as a financial services professional i encourage all of my clients to view turning 50 is one of your most important birthdays. Yeah. The half century mark, right? Yep. Uh, It's a great time to re-examine your current financial strategy to determine how likely it is for you to retire when you want to retire and how you want to retire. Those are the things that are really important from a planning perspective, and 50 is just a great age and a reminder to do these very, very important things. And so we're going to talk about today some key steps at age 50, and then we're going to actually move on to age 65 as well. And you guys could probably guess what we're going to talk about in that section. But let's get started here, Tony. You ready to talk about this?
0: I am so ready, Brock. Um, I'm excited. And I uh, I always try to remember your birthday, Brock. Uh, and okay. A, not, not because uh, of uh, you, but because I know it means I'll get some cake. That's, yes. That's the key, Yes, right? that's,
1: the, that's Who 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 doesn't like a good pace, <laughs> piece of cake? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, so. I'm
0: not much of a sweet tooth. I'd rather have a pizza than really? a cake. But yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah. I don't I don't care for a lot of sweet stuff. I do like a dark chocolate, you know, a piece of dark chocolate every mm, once in a while after a meal or whatever, sure. but but I'm with you. I'd rather have wings and pizza and burgers yeah, and brats, yeah. you know. You I and mean, me both, buddy. On. That those are my You just <laughs> listed
0: Tony Shore's weaknesses. It's like you got a list there. It's like you're keeping You're keeping track. No? Um, all right. Well, this is an excellent topic because I'm intrigued by your comment. You said if you hit 50 and aren't quite mm. where you need to be financially to potentially achieve your uh goals, financial goals, retirement goals, there may still be time to adjust your strategy. And I think when it comes to money, sometimes we feel like, hey, if we miss this target date or that target date or don't have as much as our next door neighbor did, when he said he had to retire, uh, it can feel like, hey, you know, we're out of options. But you know what? I have the feeling that if you, you know, you're going to explain to us that's not always the case. And if you work with somebody like yourself, uh, you, you can be in a better position,
1: right? for sure. So actually, I'm going to uh, reference an article here. The ARRP magazine had an article 10 retirement planning mistakes people make at 50. And it really kind of highlights some of the things that I have these conversations on a daily basis with people, you know? And so it first explains that may you you may want to uh, plan to leave your job before the very common age of 65. Tony. you know, that's the Still, the common age that we talk about for people to retire, even though the normal retirement age with Social Security is 67 for many people now, we still consider 65 to be that kind of magic age of, of retiring. But what I will tell you, this article references a 2022, so very recent here, study by the Employee Benefits Research Institute that revealed 47% of people, Tony, end up retiring sooner than they had hoped. So that is good. That's encouraging. But you've got to make sure that you do some of these things that we're going to talk about here to make sure that you can do that. I had a conversation this week, Tony. You know, she, uh, the, I met with a person. She said, hey, I've got this 401k. I've been putting 10% in. They're matching, okay? And then even doing some profit sharing on top of the match uh, by my employer, which is a great situation to be in. But what does all of that mean? right? In other words, when are you going to retire? Well, you know, 65, 67. We don't know exactly when we're going to retire. We don't know exactly what the income is going to be. We don't know how we're supposed to be allocated to make sure that we can meet those goals. These are all the things that that we talk about on a day-to-day basis. So again, going back, turning 50 is a great time to double check your strategy. Make sure that it's balanced and doesn't contain too much risk. Or too little risk, Tony. You know, people's main fear is is losing money. And with last year being a down market, down 20% on the S&P roughly, down on the Dow, down on the NASDAQ, everything was down, bonds were down, it's easy to bury your head in the sand and say, I want to just put all my money in the stable value so I don't lose anymore. And not losing is more important to me than gaining Five, six, ten, fifteen, twenty percent in the market, and and having too little risk, Tony, is just as dangerous as having too much risk. Hmm. I know that sounds that sounds contrary. It, it it is absolutely true though. If you are taking too little risk, let's say you do this. Let's say you uh you know because I see that I hear a lot about this here lately, and people are talking about it, so I'm going to talk about it too. Five sure. percent on a CD. What's wrong with 5% on a CD? Now, that's come down a little bit. Let's call it four and a half, four to 4.5% on a one-year CD, mm. okay, at, at the bank. It's not a bad option for cash. Right. For extra cash that you have or extra cash that you know you're going to need at the end of that time frame, Yeah, it is beautiful. Yeah. It's perfect for yeah. that.
0: Especially if it you can not- get over three. I mean, but exactly. once we start talking under three, then it's probably not the best option. But uh, I agree. But yeah.
1: But the point is, is that we if we have allocated money to an emergency fund to something we're going to purchase within a year, those kinds of things, that is perfect. It is not perfect for a long term strategy. Okay, folks, I know that you may be thinking, well, why not? Five percent. I'll take it. That sounds pretty good. Well, that's great. But inflation is seven and taxes are 20 percent you know, 15 for federal, five for state, you know, so, so do the math. We're still going backwards. Even as good as it sounds and as good as it's compared to what it's been, it's still not a great option long term, especially for retirement money. Now, for a portion of your retirement money, sure, we can do that too. So the point is, is that it does work, Tony, to have money in CDs or to have money in a fixed option but it's not the the, the end-all, be-all. It's not, hey, I'm going to put my head in the sand because I don't feel good about where the market is. And there's no clear path as to what's going to happen. We never know what's going to happen. We never know when the stock market's going to do 20% or 15% and positive. Okay, And a lot of times after a negative year, especially after two, you have a huge run-up in the market. So the point is, no one really knows where the market's going, but we do know that if we stick, have a plan and we stick to it, it will work. It's when it gets derailed. It's when we put our hand head in the sand and say, now I'm just going to do stable value or I'm just going to do a CD. That's, that's where your plan gets derailed. So I just wanted to take a little bit more time on that topic, Tony, to say, look, having too much risk is dangerous, but also having too little risk is dangerous. And making sure that your plan is on track at age 50, and if you don't have a plan, we okay. That's a separate conversation. We need to get a plan. You're fifty. You're talking about retiring. You know, within fifteen years here. Okay, so we got to get a plan. If you're fifty, but if you're if you do already have a plan, great. But let's revisit it and make sure that it's still the right plan for you. Yeah,
0: yeah. There you go. And you have to be working with a financial services professional. You can't do this on your own. You have to get that plan in place uh, in order to, uh, achieve these goals. And especially once you turn 50, there's so much happening. And, and like, yep. like you always say, hope for the best plan for the worst. Right. And if you yep. build a contingency for maybe a sooner than expected job loss, right. Uh, you know, and you've planned that into that financial strategy, uh, and then never need that money, uh, you can help people figure out a different way to utilize it and make it work. Exactly. You, right.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on and get to sp- some uh, fifty age 50 specifics here. Yeah. When you turn age 50, Tony, when it comes to retirement plans, whether it's an IRA or your 401k or your 403b, okay, we're talking retirement plans now, there's something called a catch-up provision. Okay. And it may be an option for those that are falling a little short, you know, yep. maybe you don't have as much saved as you had, you know, like to or need to. Uh, and, and, and the government realized that uh, a few years back and then allowed what we call a catch-up contribution. So yep. once you reach the age 50, and by the way, here's how this works. It's the year that you turn 50. Yes. So you can turn 50 in December, but know that, hey, you can start that catch-up contribution in January. Makes it a lot easier to plan for. Right. Because now we're saying we're going to spread it out over the entire year versus just doing it. And, you know, when you turn 50, let's say in September and you've only got three months to, do, you know, fulfill that catch up contribution. So the point is, is that do some planning if your birthday is later in the year or even no matter when it is, just start that additional contribution in January. So it's not so much of a, a cash crunch for you at the end of the year. Okay, so uh, for example, in 2023, those 50 and older may contribute an extra $1,000 to an IRA beyond the standard 6,500 cap. So you can put 7,500 in either a Roth IRA or a IRA. Now, of course, we have income limits, but you get the point. Uh, Folks who are self-employed and are also 50 or older, you can have a simple IRA and kick in an additional $3,500 above the current 15500 limit. So a total of 19000 These are all good things, folks. And for some of you, you might say, well, that's just way too much. But for some people in, in, that really want to make sure that they can get to retirement and live their lifestyle, these are real numbers that they that, that not only can do, but they maybe not be aware of and, and should do. Uh. In a 401k, let's talk about that. Many of you have 401ks with your employers, you may be able to contribute an additional seven thousand five hundred dollars beyond the twenty twenty-three limit of twenty-two thousand seven or excuse me, five hundred dollars. So that gets you to a total of thirty thousand dollars that you can contribute. And by the way, that also goes for a Roth 401k. Okay. So, you know, I mean, think about the long-term effects, Tony, of deferring $30,000 of your own money in a Roth IRA. And the not only the benefits to, to your financial situation, but to your tax situation in retirement. Whoa, what a beautiful strategy. Um, you know, if you, again, if you can do it, there you go. There's the numbers, go get them tiger <laughs> <laughs>
0: well up provisions are great the ketchup strategies you got to utilize it they put it in there for you and boy if you can take advantage of it if you're in a position to make that happen and i think figuring out what people immediately say um oh i i, I can't afford to you know put any extra in but you know what right. you sit down with somebody like i don't know i'm just gonna Pick a name out of the air, Brock Allspaw. You sit down with Brock Allspot, Uh and a, a you know a solid financial professional, financial advisor like yourself, Brock. You can figure out ways to help them do that and and play catch up and make that part of their plan. I I think that's great, and I think that's a valuable yep. option. So. So moving on now though, what about debt? Yep. Uh, yep. What about how does debt affect you know, you know at 50 what do you need to have done with your debt?
1: Well, I I think the main message is let's not go into retirement, excuse me. <clears throat> let's not go into retirement with debt, okay? And if you're 50 and you're still carrying some long-term debt, you know, like your mortgage, that's okay. But we just want to make sure it's paid off before we retire really the biggest thing is is to not have any car loans or any consumer debt and make sure that we pay those off as fast as possible tony so you know there's there's no longer uh you know the benefit of well there is if you itemize your tax uh return um but but the point is is that you know a lot of people use their home mortgage interest as a deduction And with the standard deduction being so high now, a lot of people are just taking the standard and not optimizing and therefore not realizing the true benefit of the interest uh, being deductible. However, there is a reason to go ahead and just keep that mortgage the way it is and not pay extra if you have other debt, because those are oftentimes much lower interest rates. You know, I know a lot of people that have less than 3% locked in for 30 years. They did it a few years ago when rates were crazy low. Definitely not that low anymore. Right. But uh, but you know, if you have a mortgage of 3%, okay, who cares if you can deduct the interest or not? Don't pay extra until you get to a point where you feel very confident about doing that. My point is, wouldn't you rather invest money, uh, especially if you have a three, five, 10 year time horizon, and the likelihood of getting—I mean, you can do a fixed instrument right now, like again a CD at five percent. So that arbitrage between what you're paying out in interest and what you're gaining, okay, is obviously a positive thing. And and that's not always available. So it is now. So take advantage of it, right. folks. Get that positive arbitrage between between you know getting interest at five percent and paying it out at three. If it was three and three. Well, you know, there's not much benefit to it, but right. this is the situation. Now take advantage of it.
0: Well, yeah, those are all great points, Brock. And again, things we need to know. And we're talking about some of these financial steps people need to consider once they turn 50. Uh, we've covered that a bit. Now, what about a 65? That's that's a big one, right?
1: Yeah. The first thing, Tony, you should be aware of when turning 65 is that it's not full Social Security retirement age. I still you know, have a lot of conversations with people that think that it's still that. It's because they associate that with Medicare eligibility age. Really, that's what it comes down to. And I can understand that. I mean, Social Security is part of Medicare services, right? And so even though retirement you know uh, marketing out there and, and all the flyers you get because when you turn 65 you're going to get flooded with medicare supplement and and medicare things in the mail <clears throat> but just make no mistake about it your social security full retirement age is 67 for those born in 1967 or later okay You can start claiming those benefits at age 62, but your monthly payment obviously is going to be much smaller. And so, you know, there's just so many different ways to do this. I would encourage people, Tony, as always, to get a full Social Security analysis, right? Your Social Security Maximization Report is available from us, Innovative Financial Solutions, and we can do that for you very simply. We just need to know what your full retirement age benefit will be for both you and your spouse if you have one. And we can run that report for you to show you exactly when and how you should elect those Social Security benefits. Okay. Yep. Uh, okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Just so you know, too, at sixty-five is obviously when you're uh, eligible for Medicare. Yes. Okay. That's so, a big. That's <clears throat> a big me. one. Absolutely. That honestly, Tony, the number one reason people don't retire before sixty-five is because of that. Yeah. Is because of health care insurance, and it's so expensive. And so when you get to Medicare, you get a little bit of a break. It's still, you know, you still have your 165 yeah. or, you know, around dollars. You still have some
0: premiums and some deductibles. <clears throat> exactly. It's not so 100% free, but it's greatly reduced from what you'd pay through COBRA or something else if
1: you didn't have employer-sponsored health care, right? Exactly. So once you turn 65, you now have this. And by the way, you have a seventh month. 7 month window to enroll 3 months before you turn 65 your actual birthday month and then 3 months after that so uh you know you do have time to get that done you, uh it by the way uh that is a very very important aspect to your overall retirement plan obviously mm-hmm. is to make sure that you have medicare set up correctly number 1 and number 2 you have the right supplement uh, two uh original Medicare A's and B, A and B. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, very very important. That's stuff important.
0: There. Medicare Supplemental and Advantage. Uh, you need to make sure you're covered, and you have to understand Medicare doesn't cover everything. So, yeah, uh, you know, traditional Medicare, the regular A and B, you, you know, there's no hearing, vision, or dental, and so you need to get those covered. And then there's long-term care. Exactly. You probably need to think about long-term care at this point, right?
1: Look at, at sixty five. If you haven't done something about it, Tony, then yeah, you're, yeah. you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're behind the eight ball there. Yeah. Uh, but it's not too late. You can still do things for long term care at age sixty five. Sure. But I will throw a stat out to you: seventy percent of people over the age sixty five will need some type of long term care. Yikes. In their lifetime. Wow. Yeah. Seventy percent. So don't roll almost the dice. Almost a
0: third. You know, almost one out of every three people.
1: Yeah, and we know how expensive long-term yeah. care can be right yeah, now.
0: Yeah, we've it's talked crazy. about that on on past shows. Yeah. Well, Brock, we're right. out of time. This has been a great discussion. It goes by so fast. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go?
1: Real quick, if you have an HSA or if you have planned to have an HSA in retirement, that's a great account to use, too, to pay for some of these Medicare or medical expenses in retirement as well. So that's it. Give us a call here, folks, at Innovative Financial Solutions. We can help you get a plan together, 573-332-7855, or look us up on the web at theinnovativeteam.com.
0: All right, and that does it for today's episode of The Retirement Playbook with our host, Brock Allspot. Thank you for listening to The Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock Allspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com.